0: And we welcome you this morning. So, Father, we give you praise and glory and honor this morning as we come into your gates with thanksgiving and your courts with praise. We come and take our position in Christ Jesus, heart above every principality and power, every spirit, wickedness, and high places. We sit next to Christ in heavenly places right now. Father, we didn't come to... Uh, 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 speak on our own behalf, but speak what you have to say and say what you have to say by the Holy Spirit. We take authority over the enemy right now. We bind the enemy. We invite the Holy Spirit now to come and overshadow us. We invite the Holy Spirit to come and speak through us this morning. We invite the Holy Spirit to come and direct us this morning. We invite the captain of the host to, to show up with the army of God, the Heaven heaven's army in this hour. We invite Michael to come and war on our behalf. We invite the, cap, the Lord of the hosts uh, that we release angels in the heavens and angels around the earth, angels into nations. We, uh, we invite you to come, Lord, as we release the word of the Lord this morning. As we pray and take authority over principalities and powers, we bind the spirit of deception. We bind uh, the antichrist system that is r- raging in the world right now. We take authority over that system now, Lord. When we pray this morning that you expose, expose, expose. You've already exposed the hands of the wicked, Lord. You said you would cut off the works of witchcraft out of their hands that you would expose them. And we decree and declare that they'll be caught in their own trap. They'll be caught in their own schemes, cunning's, and plans, and plots that they have plotted against the nations of the world. We pray, Lord, that you would break the yoke of the enemy, break it across their neck, break it across their head. You said you would break the teeth of kings, and you would break the arms of kings. So we break the enemy's head this morning. We break his teeth. We knock out his teeth this morning in the spirit realm. We expose him for who he is and what he's doing in the earth realm, all over the earth. All the corruption and governments, all the uh, the giants in the land, the pharmaceutical giants, the uh, Facebook giants, the Google giants, uh, the transportation giants, are try to cut off our our food and supply. All these uh, unions that are coming together to fight against the people of God uh, and the people in America, and we stand in the gap and we take up their heads this morning. For those that don't know you, Lord, those that are lost, those that have been blinded by the God of this world, that their eyes cannot see, their ears cannot hear, neither can they understand the ways of the Spirit and the ways of God. So, Father, we pray, Lord, that yokes will be destroyed this morning. You said the anointing destroys the yoke. You said because of the fatness of the anointing, the yoke will not go around our neck. And so, Father, we loose the anointing this morning. I loose the anointing over the words that are about to be... uh, spoken in the name of Jesus and I give you praise and glory let revelation come let insight come let wisdom come let words of knowledge come Father we release the prophetic even in this room let the prophets begin to speak and prophesy the word of the Lord in this nation. And prophesy the word of the Lord over this country. And prophesy the word of the Lord uh, over, the, over the White House and over the Senate and over the House of Representatives. Uh, the, 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 the prophesy. Uh, we prophesy the word, Lord. We prophesy life in the name of Jesus. And we give you praise and glory and honor. Lord, anoint us to speak this word. Let this word go across the earth let this word go across the world let the news media get hold of it let cnn get hold let all these wicked uh um, this abc mafia let it be exposed for what it is abc nbc corrupt news network news all these corrupt things Lord, let it be exposed and let these giants be brought down in the name of jesus arrest them lord in the spirit and arrest them in the natural We'll give you the praise and the glory. We'll give you the honor. Speak, Lord, and your servant will listen. Speak, Lord, and we'll do what you say do. Open up our eyes to the realm of the Spirit. Open up our ears to your voice this morning. In Jesus' name. And we'll give you the praise and we'll give you the glory. We'll give you the honor. Only you deserve the glory. Only you deserve the honor. Only you. You said you do nothing in the earth lest you reveal it to your servants, the prophets. So reveal And expose this morning. And we release this word in your name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Come on, give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a praise. Hallelujah. I want to share this three dreams. Actually, it was one dream twice. And then it was another dream. It is very important that you uh, get in agreement. Those uh, We welcome those around the world, those in uh, my friends in Africa and Asia and all over, um, family in New Orleans and Texas and everywhere else. We welcome those that have been watching and and texting and and telling. And so I want to start start with this dream. I just had it Thursday morning. And uh, over the last three years, God has really been dealing with me in prophetic dreams and releasing. And uh, uh, when he gives me something like this, uh, it, it manifests in the earth. Amen? Amen. In the 90s, uh, in the early 90s, uh, I wrote this book called Apostolic Territory. And I began to go around singing, The Army of the Lord is Arising. And I'm going to share a little bit about it. But a move of God began to sweep through America in the 90s. We started having powerful services. And, the Holy Ghost was hitting there and people were getting drunk and getting saved and people were coming on the altar without even being called up and just a powerful move. And then in 2013, the God gave me a dream about the fire in this Baptist church. and. And everywhere I went in Africa, the fire broke out. Just people started speaking in tongues. I just started prophesying. I couldn't even preach, I just prophesied. And people started getting filled. Kids, everybody was getting filled. And it's sweeping through America. And now here's another sweep that's about to take place. Another move of God is about to, we're on the cusp of this thing now. But in this dream, I was in this dream. Uh, uh, it started with me. I was looking at some property, I was looking at some land. You know, I had the lakes around the house. You had this big, nice subdivision. You had the big lakes. Cause I almost like a resort, okay. you know, rich, you know, where the rich folks go, oh, yeah. you know, the house you've always been dreaming of. You know, you got the little boat, you pull up to the dock, there to your house and stuff, and, and there's a big place. So I was looking at this house, and I told my wife, I said, Come on, let's go look at it. And she said, I don't want to be out there, all that water. I don't be. And I said, I said, Well, I said, let me, I'm going to go look at the house. If even if you don't want to go look at it, I'm going to go look at the house. Okay. So when I got out to this, to this place, I was looking at this house, and uh, uh, I guess the something, they invited me to a meeting. They were having a meeting in somebody's house there, and you know, just want to show me around. And in this house, there was a bunch of rich folks. You know, they had men, women—they were all sitting in a big living room, big, huge living room. They were sitting in, and they were uh, listening someone speak. They had children there, and they had men there and women there, and uh, it was a beautiful resort there. I mean, it was just, 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 just wonderful. And when I looked up, the person, the, the people were down on the first floor, but up on the balcony, talking to them was Obama. And he was talking some kind of thing, and they were just spellbound. He was just talking, and they were spellbound, and and uh, he was speaking. And he, as he was speaking toward the end of his speech, I, I sensed something was wrong in the room, something was not right in that room, and and uh, uh, the women and children were there, and. Uh, when he got done, he said, "I'm sorry, you know, I had to do this." But when he got done, he started walking away, and he's told there were security guards there. He had security people there, and there. he said, "Kill them all." Oh, Lord! And he started the, the security guards started shooting and killing kids and women and just just you just and I, and, I, I, and uh, when I said something was wrong, I tried to warn. I was in the back, so I was trying to warn the People say something ain't right. Something ain't right. Y'all need to get out of here. Something's not right. And then they started shooting, and, and they started killing people. And I was going out the door, and then I, the dream stopped. And then it started again, okay. all over again, the same scenario: people in the living room, Obama up on the balcony talking. And I said, "This time, I'm gonna warn people. Amen. This time, because because nobody got away. They he killed them all. But this time, I said, I'm gonna tell you yeah, get out of here." Dive, go dive in the lake, get, get out of Guys started jumping out, and people started running. But only this time, uh, when Obama saw that the people were running and they were getting away, he said, well, I, I, I'm really not gonna do what I wanted to do. So he walked away, like he said, I can't kill him now because they've been warned. But Michelle Obama stood up and she said, kill them all. And I, and I said, how can you be so wicked? I mean, it was like, I was looking at Jezebel. It was like murder spirit in it. But the ones that were killing were not security this time. They were young teenage boys and men that had guns. And I'm equating that with antifa or something that they were using. Because you can tell, it, I, I didn't know it was they were using mind control over these people. And so as people were running and getting away, I ran into another bedroom get away. And when I ran into this bedroom, there was another young teenage boy in there hiding. He was trying to hide, but his other teenage boy had a gun and he had bottle a liquor in his hand and he was going to kill him. And I said, you can't kill him. Don't kill him. He said, it's not right. You're not a killer. You're not a murderer. Something's not right with your mind. Something's not wrong with your mind. And he was standing with the liquor and he's standing with the gun and, and I'm convinced him you don't need to kill it. And so he finally, he took the liquid bottle and he threw it and he said, I'm not a killer. And he threw the gun down and let the, let the young boy go. And so I said, wow, Lord, what is this going on here? And then I read this morning, I looked on this morning, Judge Janine said the same thing. She said, who's running the White House? Obama, yeah. Michelle, Valerie, Joy, all of these things. So Father, we pray. We know who's pulling uh, Biden's strings now. We know the puppet behind what's going on right now. And I prophesy unto him. I prophesy the word of the Lord unto him that you shall be arrested, you shall be caught, and you shall be tried and judged. Jezebel and Ahab, we take authority over you right now. We bind that spirit of murder, murdering of American children, murdering of American families, the family unit, destroying houses, destroying prosperity, destroying blessings. We bind that spirit that is operating through them. We know that Biden doesn't have a mind but his mind is being controlled out of the basement by Obama and Lord he's trying to bring in his end time plan and we take authority over that thing in the name of Jesus of Nazareth we bind it in Jesus name and you know it's Obama and then when you start looking at Afghanistan and looking at the money and looking at the stuff you know who gave him the money remember now he's the one that did not put his hand on the Bible but he put his hand on the Quran. He did not, he, he, in this dream, he was not president. He had on record street clothes but he was not president. And so that was the one dream. So I, I, I want to suppose that there's something going on with that. But the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 6, But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. And then in John 2, 1, 7, it says, For many deceivers... Are entered into the world who confess not Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, but is a deceiver and an antichrist. It didn't say the antichrist; he said an antichrist. Amen. So Obama swore on that Koran. He didn't. He doesn't confess Jesus as Lord and Savior, and they want to destroy the nation. So that was their one dream. I mean, they happened back to back in the same at the same time. Just reset, rewind, and and start over again. So God was, when God does things twice, he wants you to know how serious it is. When he said Abraham, Abraham, Moses, Moses when he speaks your name twice, you know he's established it in heaven, and he's establishing it on the earth. And so we establish it in heaven that it shall be exposed. Now the second dream, in the second dream, I was in a room a big sitting room, like he was in a suite, and Michelle Obama's mother was there, and she was telling me, she "Said I've never spoken before people, and, and I got to go give a speech and stuff." And I, I, and I said, "Well, you can you can do it. You can speak. You, got, you 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 know how to talk. You you do you do well." And so she got up, left out of the room, and went out and gave the speech. I'm still there. Then she came back in, and she sat down. I said, "See, I told you you can do it." And that's when she sat down. Obama walks through into the room. He said, good speech, Mom, good speech. You did a good job. He said, excuse me, but I, uh, I, I got something to do right now, and I, I'll be back in a minute. And he left out of the room right then and there. After he left out, then his first daughter came in, the youngest, the oldest one. And, and, and uh, the grandmother looked at me and said, would you pray over her? I said, sure, I'll pray over her. And so I started prophesying over her and speaking into her life and praying over her and speaking to her life. And when I just when I was getting done, Obama walked back into the room. And his and his mother-in-law says, uh, she just got a prophetic word. And the man of God just blessed her. And Obama was so excited. And he ran over and he gave me a Pentecostal handshake. Oh, cheapskate, gave me $35. <laughs> I looked at it, $35. I said, you don't need to give me anything. <laughs> $35. And so he left out of the room again. And the other daughter left out. And then the younger daughter walked in. And I began to, she said, would you pray for her? And I said, yeah, I'll pray for her. And I began to pray and really prophesy. I mean, I was probably, God was speaking some stuff over that young girl. I mean, he was really, really speaking some stuff into her life. And then uh, Obama came back in the room, and I got done. And he was really excited this time. He said, oh man, whatever, this, this, that's awesome. And so he, this time he gave me $200. Okay. <laughs> he, he put $200 in my hand. And, uh, and as he was standing there, I began to prophesy and speak to him. I said, you're supposed to represent the greatest nation in the world. Why are you doing this evil? Why are you not representing the people the way you should represent the people? And... When I got close to him, I can see on this side of his mouth and on that side of his mouth, he had little black piercings, little black, uh, you know, black dots. They weren't gold. They were black. You know, as a kid, put the piercing on the side of their lip. We had one on each side, one on each side, and he had a piercing going through his nose. Okay. And, I, and I say, Satan desires to destroy you. He wants, He's using you for his purpose, and you need to turn to God. And the look on his face was so like, uh, uh, just I don't want to hear what you gotta say. And so, that's where the end dream, dream in And so, what I'm believing God is, just because the parents are wicked, don't mean the kids are wicked. And that we are to pray. I want you to pray and intercede for these children. Father, we lift up Malia and, and uh, Shasha, Lord, to you this tonight. Uh, uh, and we pray, Lord, for their salvation. We pray, Lord, that you would protect them uh, from the damage that will be done, uh, the exposure of the wickedness in their family. We pray, Lord, that you would save them, give them salvation, uh, uh, let them follow you and walk with you all the days of your life. We intercede for them. And, Lord, we pray for the Obamas, for Michelle and Obama, Lord, that they, uh, that you would give them one a chance to turn from their wicked ways, a chance to turn their hearts to you. Father, I don't know what their situation with you, but I know if you showed it, that means that they're not really serving you. Lord, you said you would let no man go to hell. And so we pray, Lord, and intercede and, and believe that you would touch them, turn them around. But Lord, I turn, I, I decree and declare if they continue with the wickedness, let them be arrested, let them be exposed, let their thing be brought to naught, let their plans be brought to naught, and we give you praise and glory. Angels go forth now and expose, go forth now and reveal. We release the whistleblowers to begin to blow whistles, to begin to expose the wickedness that's done in the back rooms, the deals that have been done with nations and deals that have been, covenants that have been made with devils in the White House, under the White House. We thank you, Lord. And we bind that spirit of abortion and murder that's been coming against our nation that, that's coming out of the White House they want to kill, steal and destroy and take everything from the people they don't care the devil doesn't care about anybody whether you're right, left, liberal, in, out he wants to kill everybody in the earth and so Father we pray for angels to be released now Go and fight on our behalf. Go and fight against those that are fighting against the church. We rise up and we take up the edge and we take up the sword of the spirit against the wicked one and we bind him and we loose angels to go in and do our bidding. Lord, release the angels right now to go and release this darkness that's been on this earth. Let your glory be released in this hour. We decree and declare that the glory shall come. We decree that the fire of God is falling in nations now. We decree that the prophetic word is having free course in the earth right now. Now We decree that your prophets are rising up and taking a stand and standing against darkness and standing against weakness, weakness uh, uh, a wickedness in the earth and they will not back down. Hallelujah. Let the backbone of Elijah come. Let the backbone of Elijah come. Let the strength of Moses come Let the spirit you said by a prophet You delivered them out of their destructions by a, by a prophet So we decree and release the prophetic mantle In a greater degree in 2022 We release it now in Jesus name We release it now Catch them, arrest them in Jesus name Amen And the last little thing is I, I shared before a vision I had uh, 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 I was in the airport Over in Europe I was coming back from a missions trip and on the TV screen, uh, one of the things that announcers said, well, we, they caught Obama in some island somewhere, and they caught Hillary in some place over here, and, and they were announcing that. And then on another TV screen, the announcer was saying, You know, uh, America is so prosperous now that we need to do like America. And all the other nations started doing like America was doing. Amen. So God's going to turn this nation around. Don't worry about it. He's going to turn it around. And we're going to see prosperity like we've never seen it before. The devil will not win because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Amen. Amen. Real quick, I have a a confirmation on two of those things. You have Obama does still have an army, his own army. Uh, I don't know how many they are, and they still serve under his command. Yeah. And just recently, when uh, uh, Biden was first going to Afghanistan, Hillary and Obama were there, so they still have their ties in uh, politics and the same. And what you said, there is somebody else going yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Jesus in control. But Jesus is in control. We understand and we know that there are still connections there. And so uh pray for that. Pray about that. Continue to pray for his children for them. And but we want to expose the enemy. We want to expose uh <clears throat> what uh he's trying to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I can go into my message. Hallelujah. I uh, want to... I call this the Prophets and the Glory of 2022. And I want to uh, start it off by reading... I forgot to. Hang on. Let me, uh, yeah, go ahead. Tr- go ahead and turn that one off and restart. Restart it. Did you turn? it, you, you? got the master? You still got the master going? Yeah. Oh, I turned the music off. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was gonna read it out of my out of the book. Oh, what it is. This is what it is. Um, this is the book I wrote when I was I don't have to read it. I can just tell it. Tell you what the vision was. Uh, okay, here we go. I'm going to read it out loud because this, this is uh, the beginning of my message. i want to read it because if I don't, it will never get into the message. On December 1st, 1995, God gave me a dream to share with the body of Christ. The dream began me sitting next to a friend on a tour bus, and I felt this friend was the Holy Spirit. Also on the tour bus were many pastors and spiritual leaders. The bus had stopped, and it was facing the wrong way on a one-way highway. However, there was no traffic coming toward us. Up ahead, the road inclined, and it curved up a hill. And somehow, I sensed that we were facing a border to another country. To the right was an intersecting street with buildings on both sides of the street. So I'm looking down this building on this side, building on that side, but I'm looking down this street that way to the right, and all, uh, uh, and I saw a parade of soldiers about ten abreast march by, and they all marched in rank. You can tell because I was in the military, so you can tell. You can tell the boots hitting the same time the same cadence, and, and they had on war helmets and they had backpacks and they were carrying white rifles and they were marching They went marching right past us. And then a jeep carrying a general passed us, pulled over and stopped at the intersection. And the soldiers kept marching until they were out of sight. You know, I I was looking at it, went on past the building, I couldn't see them any longer. And there were about 500 of them. And a few short moments later, I heard a noise of a battle taking place. I heard gunfire and they started shooting. You could hear uh, shooting and bombs and stuff going off. uh, uh, And I can hear it. And this general had pulled around this corner and he was on the Jeep, and I could hear what he says. He called, he said, he said, he said I need reinforcements. Send me reinforcements. And suddenly, I heard a sound uh, that I heard in my Air Force days. I heard this sound of boots running, double time. You know, when we were marching, he said, double time, And everybody was left, right, left, right. You were running fast, but we were in, we were in cadence. We were running. And uh, th- this sound was a little different, though. And, and, and uh, my companion, the Holy Spirit, said He said, Look to the right. And so I looked to the right, and I saw several thousand troops running past us full human speed. You ever seen the running track? Everybody's bouncing up and down. They get, everybody's got a different cadence. But these guys, they were all, I mean, full speed, but their left and right foot were hitting the same time. I mean, they were, Phew! same time. And I said, that, That's the army of God. They're all in cadence. And so. Everyone in the body of Christ is aware that we're engaged in spiritual warfare. This was an army of the Lord because that many number of humans uh, could not run full speed and keep cadence like other soldiers were doing. After they went by, I heard the sounds of warfare going on. Someone on the bus said, uh, they're getting too close. We better get out of here. The bombs are going off and stuff. You can hear it getting closer and closer. He said, we better get out of here. And, 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 but I, me, I wanted to see what was going on. I, yeah, I'm bold. You know, the prophets are bold. I wanted to see what was going on. So I got off the bus. I'm going to go walk down. I want to see this battle. I want to see what's going on in this fight. And my companion came with me. And as I walked toward the general in the jeep, I heard the bus pull off and leave me. They just left me. Left me behind. But I wasn't afraid because the Holy Spirit was with me. Then I heard the general say, where are the rest of my troops? And all of a sudden, as, as I walked toward where they, the soldiers that went by, I got to the corner. When I got to the corner, I looked right, coming across the bridge. And when I looked right across the bridge, uh, I, all of a, I saw miles and miles of fresh troops marching toward us from the other side of the intersection. They were with banners, were waving. And, 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 I, and I ran to see the ballot, battle. And with knowledge of the new troops coming, the first two groups that had went past, they started advancing on the, aggressively on the enemy. They had been pinned down, but when he saw the other ones coming, they went and 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 then I, wrote, I, 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 I woke from the dream, and I asked the Lord for the interpretation. I said, what is this? And he gave me Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 through 5. It says, therefore, my son, be strong in grace that is in Christ Jesus. And all things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men. That was my commission, to start training warriors for the kingdom. I've been doing it for 35 years now. Training warriors, able to teach others also, therefore endure hardness as a soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that war entangled himself with affairs of life, he, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. If any man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned, except he, he strives lawfully. Study to show yourself approved, a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So God has restored the apostles, He restored the prophets in order to teach the saints spiritual warfare, how to put on the armor of God, how to believe God, how to do the weapons of warfare. And it's time that soldiers, uh, that we've gone going from being basic training, you got to be on special forces now. Amen. And so God. I asked God, I said, why did those ministers leave me? And he reminded me of Gideon. Gideon started off with 32,000 in the battle. But God said, I need to test them, it's too many, at least they say they did it, we'll get into that. And uh, they didn't do it, and he reminded me that the elders pulled off, we'll get into it, but when Gideon uh, started winning the battle, he went after the enemy, he came to two, two villages and said, we need some food and water, and the elders said, who you think you are? God ain't going to use you. Why, you. You know, he said, when I come back, I'm going to whoop all y'all with bramble bushes. And then the other villain said, we ain't giving you nothing. He said, I'm going to tear that tower down when I come back. And he did, after he whooped them all. But God said, that was the setting of my call, of training people and uh, getting them ready. So in this ministry, I've always tried to teach and release saints in prophetic and apostolic and train them in warfare. And that's been my call and my charge. And at that charge in 95, uh, God confirmed it. He backed it up. With signs and wonders. And mir- I was doing miracles and healings and stuff all over the place. I mean, we had services uh, at our old church that uh, people would fall out in the bed. Dan was there. They would be in the bathroom, fl- slain in the spirit, all in the hallway, all out in the r- falling out, all the power of God just going... And I trained a lot of people. I trained uh, Apostle Nina Marie, came for, for prophetic training. Dr. Mom came for prophetic training. I was training people from everywhere. They were coming from all Indiana and anywhere. I was teaching them prophetic and releasing the prophetic mantle in their life and charging them. And I'm still doing it now. Everywhere I go, I lay here, I just got to release them. So that was uh, the charge. And that same charge now, the same Thing is on me now for this new move. So I'm about to share this. This is what God is saying. This is the prophetic word that God is is, is doing a new thing. Yeah. But it's not going to be with a lot of whole lot of saints. Mm-hmm. It's going to be with the remnant, those that are been standing with God. God's going to use them in a mighty way. And so, uh, uh, we're establishing. I did establishing an a apostolic thory a territory. But there's more. I got more books to write, and I still got to get these books written because there's the whole thing. If I start telling a testimony, we'll be here five days of all the miracles that God did on our property. We bought that property across the street. Didn't have a dime, 35 acres across the street. We owned that property for 20 years across the street. And the Lord said, let it go. And so God did a lot of things. But Judges 6, verse 1, we're going to start there. I'm going to do this, run through, we're going to go through Judges. As far as I can go, and next week we'll finish it up. But Judges 1, 6, 1 says, But the Israelites did evil in the sight of the Lord. And Lord gave them to the hand of Midian seven years. They did evil. Verse 2 says, And the hand of the Midian prevailed against Israel because the Midian, because of the Midian, the Israelites made themselves dens that are in the mountains and caves and the strongholds. And if you go later in the history of Israel, you'll find out that Jezebel had the prophets hiding in caves mm-hmm. by 50s. Mm-hmm. And that uh, they were being fed bread and water. David hid in Adalim with the discontented. Those that were discontented. Those were the, What happened was, Midian would wait till the harvest was ready. And then they'd come across the border and eat up all the harvest. So, Israelites say, forget the plain, good main prop, we're just going to go up in the caves and just hide out in the caves we just, they, just, they just vexed us for seven years and so the Midianites were coming in and so this is interesting in Judges chapter 6 verse 3 and 4 it says now whenever Israel had sown their seed I said the Bidenites or the Midianites and the Malachites or the Kamalites if you, if you, if you spell Kamala backwards it's, Midian, it's Amalek wow. if, you, if you look at it <laughs> and the people of the east now I said the people of the east in that time it was the Arabs but the people of the east now is China China is lead up with them they're giving everything to China Uh Obama. they're giving everything to China so they come and lead together against the Israelites they come to eat up it's like we're looking at our border we're looking at people coming across the border the the, the, the Haitians are coming the Mexicans, Venezuela, Brazil now they're driving up in taxis and buses the middle class to come and take the jobs that they're making people quit so they can take over the jobs. So this, this is the whole wicked plan. And so they've manufactured the shipping blockage. It's just a manufactured thing. Just no, they, just, no, it no, it ain't no Well, It was just a corona and we couldn't get. No, y'all told them truckers, you show up to this dock, we'll kill you. Remember now the unions are in cahoots also because unions got a lot of power and a lot of money now. Now they're going to get their money. See, now they got 24 hours they can work these people. And they're going to pay them union dues into these unions. So everybody is fighting. All these giants in the land are fighting against America and against the church, and so we're we're it's a type and shadow of what's happening back then. God said, "There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. Everything uh, that transpires back then transpires again and again and again." This story, when the Lord said, this, to "Read about Gideon." If I tell you the the same thing, I came out of the projects in Chicago. I said, "Who me?" You want me to raise up an army? You want me to raise up believers? You want me to do this? Who, who me? I'm from the Jane Adam Projects. How can I do something like this? Go in your strength. I'll be with you. And so I started doing this. God said, I was doing things by faith that I never did. I have never done some stuff. But we'll get into some of the, I'll share some of the testimonies as I, as I get into this. Judges verse five, six verse five says, and say so they came up with their cattle, and their tents, you see them come across the border with their briefcase, suitcase, Mm -hmm. everything else, and they came like locusts, Mm -hmm. the multitude. Mm -hmm. Both they and their camels could not be counted, and they wasted the land and entered it. And Israel was greatly Mm -hmm. impoverished because of the Midianites, the Bidenites, and the Israelites cried unto the Lord, we ain't got no groceries left, we can't get no toilet paper, we ain't in trouble, (laughs) Hallelujah. That our electric bill is going up and we ain't going to pay double this year. It's a lie from the pit of hell and I refute it, I rebuke it and it ain't going to happen. Amen. The last time they said it, God came that winter and made the winter so warm that the electric bills didn't go up. Come on. See, my God works in nature. My God's a supernatural God. He can block anything. See, they're trying to project what you're supposed to suffer. We're not going to suffer anything. I'm going in the Jubilee. You can stay and suffer. Amen. Amen. By the prophet's mouth, deliverance came again to them. Now, Judges verse verse 8 says, the Lord sent a prophet to the Israelites who said to them, thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought you up out of Egypt and I brought you forth out of the house of bondage and I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all those who oppressed you and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. And I said to you, I'm the Lord your God. Fear not the goat, the the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but you are not obey my voice. Every time God delivered them, they went back into sin, and He had to come back and deliver them again. Now we're in Judges. Now we haven't even got to kings when they came to say, "I want a king." So God raised up judges to begin to rule and direct Israel. He said. In that chapter, uh, verse 11 says, Now Gideon was in the wine press. Verse 11 says, The angel of the Lord came and sat on the oak in Tibbeth and Oprah, and it belonged to Joash, the Abizite, right? His son Gideon was beating wheat in the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. When you're oppressed, it makes you hoard when you're oppressed. It makes you want to hide your little stuff. What you got? I'm scared, Lord. I'm, I I got to keep my little money for myself. I don't want to get no sacrificial seed. You know, times gonna be hard, Lord. I need my, my my little money for myself. And God calls you into your future. He calls you into your future. He calls you as though you are not uh, what you are. that's uh, a shared, God can speak some stuff in your future. And you know what? He said, Gideon, and the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said. The Lord is with you, mighty man of valor, oh, fearless be of fearless and courage. He said, who, me? I'm from the projects. I ain't, I'm the, I'm the, po- we the poets in the projects, amen? We got to go over and borrow a cup of sugar and flour from everybody else in the projects, amen? Who, you going to use me? Man of valor. When God calls you that stuff, you look at it, what? I shared a dream when, when Jesus came and he hugged me. He said, he said, Albert, all oh, the one that's setting the world on fire and turning the nations upside down. I said, who, me? <laughs> so that's in the future. I ain't even done it yet. So I'm just getting warmed up. Now, I ain't even took my mountain yet. So I'm just getting warmed up. So he, so Gideon in this attitude is I'm poor, I'm broke, I, and I'm in a wine press. The wine press is a place for battle. The wine press is a place where you crush, crush, you crush the grapes and you, you crush your enemies. And he got weak. In the wine, I'm trying to hide. And they just found, if you've seen the news yesterday, on the news, they found a great big wine press in Israel, wine factory, and they're digging it up. And do you know those pits are deep? I mean, they're down in the ground. So he's down in the ground, threshing his stuff so nobody can see. Y'all know how y'all be doing. You eat before the company come over because you know the company coming over. <laughs> so y'all, you eat real quick. Amen. And get, uh, so, so you ain't got to feed them. A new generation needs to see the power of God. They need to see the anointing of God. We've seen a generation. I've been through a generation. i raised up over 300 pastors and ministers of ordained over the last 30-something years. A few of them are still serving the Lord, and some of them are doing well. And that's that's it. You don't know what you're going to get. Amen? But I just did my job, what God called me to do. And so there's an apostolic charge. That's what he gives you a charge to do something. And the charge is God's going to raise up a Gideon 300 in this hour. But it's going to be a different 300 than what you've seen before in the church. Verse 13 says, Gideon said to him, sir, if the Lord is with you, where are all the miracles? Why is this befalling us? Corona everywhere. Ain't nobody, can't nobody pray for you? They ain't getting no prayer nowhere? Church is shutting down. Where's all his wondrous works? Amen. Where's Benny Hinn fanning his coat now? Where, I want to see what's going on. Chambach didn't say you need faith. Benny Hinn and blew on you. Where's the miracles, Lord? Didn't you bring us out of Egypt? But now, Lord, has forsaken. Lord, you've forsaken the church. church's drive. Ichabod, all on the doors, everywhere. Church, no, God's still in the church. His church. In other fellows? Church, the Lord turned to him and said, "Go in this your might, and you shall save Israel from Midian. Have I not sent apostolic? This apostolic charge. I'm sending you. Go with whatever you got, whatever you've learned. Just go. I'm gonna show up, but you just go." And see, we got a fear that's trying to take over the nations of the world where Christians don't want to witness. They don't want to open up their church. They, they've compromised. These pastors have compromised with the world. They've compromised because they took their government money. They took their government grants. They took the government uh, PPPs and everything. That's why they can't open up their church. they got to do what the government says. Uh-huh. I had an apostle call me, and his wife called me and said, Pastor, what do you think about this PPP? I said, that's poor people's money. Don't touch it. <laughs> good. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. What do the heathen have to do with building the house of the Lord? you got to protect God's house. You don't let anybody just build God's church. Excuses don't impress God. I've learned that. I can't. I, y'all come in and pass. I can't teach. Get yourself up here on this house and teach. Tell me you can't teach. Huh? <laughs> I can't teach. I, I'm scared. I'm te- But when you're in the restaurant, you got more scriptures coming out of your mouth than than anybody. Just tell me, oh, God is good. But you can't get up and and speak. Let's see how good your word is. Judges 6, verse 15. Gideon said to him, oh, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? I said that when the Lord first sent me to India, the first trip to India. I got off that plane. I saw all those people. I mean, you couldn't even walk. There's people are everywhere. I say, what in the world am I doing here? How I am I going to bring deliverance to, to India? They got all these thousands of me gods and demons and devils. I said, how am I going to do this? And I just went and started prophesying, laying hands on these pastors. And I said, you're a prophet, you're a apostle. And now we got over 3,000 apostles and prophets in India. God raised them up from that one obedient trip. Going into India and, and, and teaching the prophetic. Releasing the gifts of the spirit. And now they're spreading everywhere. And they're teaching and prophesying the same thing I prophesied here. I said, y'all don't need me to come back over there. Y'all got it. Verse 16. The Lord said to him, surely I will be with you. And you will smite the Midianites as one man. Here's the key that's coming up in 2022. Two is the number of redemption. Two is the number of unity. We've got to come, the 300 prophets or whatever God's going to raise up have to be in unity as one man. Uh, uh, look at that movie, The Gladiator. Look at the movie, uh, uh, The 300. And, and see how they came as one man and they defeat, defeated thousands. And so we've got to come as one man in unity. And the only way we can do it is by the Holy Spirit. Only the Holy Spirit can bring pastors and preachers together. You got all kind of pastors' associations and pastor groups and stuff like that. Here's the wisdom key. Don't be conditioned by your past. Even if others tried and failed, God can change things overnight. All of Israel's heroes tried to defeat the Jebusites. I got a teaching on that. The battles we fight, dealing with your Jebusites. No one can defeat the Jebusites except for David at the Tower of Solomon. He was the only one. He said, if anybody go up there on the roof and capture the enemy, I'll give them this. And he took city and called it the city of David. That's when he beat the Jebusites. But if you read before that, every tribe, Benjamin, Manasseh, all of them, none of them can beat it. They all had to leave the Jebusites alone. The Jebusites lived among them. They were like a bad penny, amen? You're like your cousin you can't get rid of. That's who they were. They just showed up, and you can't get them out of the house. You can't get them out of the neighborhood, amen? They just stayed. they just there. And so the devil does not always come to defeat us. He comes to infiltrate us. He's infiltrating. I did the teaching on cunning last week. Well, the enemy comes in with deception. So you got to guard against misguided advice of unbelieving Christians. we may stand firm in the faith against the spiritual blows of the host of the wicked only to be defeated by spiritually blind and lame sitting next to us in the church. The Lord told me in 95 to start this church. I came out to Aurora. I was in Chicago at Crusaders. we we've been doing deliverance in Joliet, and we came to Crusaders, and Diane came out with me, and we anointed my house. That's all I had. I said Moses, what do you got? He said, A rod. God said, What do you got? A house. We took a loan out on our house to get a building. <clears throat> I had church in the basement. I started having church. First word got out. He's over there pimping his women, all these women going to his church. <laughs> I'm casting out devils. Ain't nobody ever cast out devils in this city at that time. There was no worship, there was no prophetic, there was no apostolic. It was just the city looked nice, it said, but the water was filthy. The spiritual water was filthy. And so I started doing deliverance. And I started casting out, and the pastor started getting jobs. Don't go over there. Don't you go over to that church. Don't go there. And they started coming against me. You know, it took almost 12 years before they invited me to one of the pastor's meetings, the association meetings. And I went in the association meeting, and I started speaking in tongues, and they looked at me like I was, what are you doing here? When God gives you something, don't expect man or, or, or association or something to help you because if he, want, if he wanted the city to be delivered by them, he would have gave them what to do. Yeah. So he gives it to you. He gives the assignment to you to do it. So you can't go ask people, uh, do I need to do this, do that? If God gave you, he said, I'm with you, you go do it. It ain't for somebody else uh, to get you to grab. You do like, do like uh, Abram and took a lot along and he had all kind of trouble. Mm. You got to be careful. Don't be sympathetic to the spiritually blind. Now, now the spiritually blind, Isaiah forty-two nineteen and 20 says, Who is blind but my servant Israel, or deaf like my messenger who I'm sin? Who is blind like the one who is at peace with me? Who is, has been admitted to the covenant relationship with me? Yes, who is blind like the Lord's servant? You have seen many things, but you do not observe, apprehend their true meaning. His ears are open, but his ears hear not, but he hears not. The blind are people who can't see the vision as you see it. They are blind to the faith and future destiny of what God has put in you. Mm-hmm. Elisha prayed that the eyes of his servant would be open. Yeah, yeah you got see blind people can't see what you see. They can't see the destiny of what you see. And so when I started when I went to those meetings, I said, they don't know warfare. They don't know none of this stuff ain't no use me going to that meeting no more god gave me the plan i'm gonna work the plan you build the building and they'll come you do it and they'll come and so i just i just went on ahead what god told me to do started bringing praise and worship we had dancers in there. what is dancing stuff going on then other churches started emulating what we were doing Uh bringing praise and dance and the banners and so blind people are like that be careful about being in this hour especially in this year about being sympathetic toward the spiritually blind a little leaven their belief a little leaven of their unbelief in, can sabotage your faith in the time of a battle not everyone left egypt and babylon when god called them to go back and rebuild the temple only 20% of the Jews went back. The rest of them say, oh, we like it here. I want my SNAP, my snap program. I like my link cars. Amen? Okay. I, want, I want my PPP. I'll stay right here. Amen? They didn't, a lot of them didn't leave Egypt because they were afraid. Fear God. I'm saying, if we leave, uh, Pharaoh gonna overtake us because we ain't got no horses, and he overtake us. We, better, we might as well just going to stay here. See, that poverty spirit and mentality will keep you bound in a place that you don't need to be in. I shared a dream uh, uh, that I had earlier this year uh, of this dream. I was in, I was in this house, and, and the lady had filth everywhere, clothes all on the floor, and you know had a nasty stove, and roaches crawling all on everything, and kids that got diaper hanging, poop all, all down there. And I said, why don't you get up and clean your house? And she said, it, it can't go nowhere. It's dark out there. I can't, nothing we can do. I said, I got to get out of here. I said, it's dark in this place. So I went outside, and there were, there were a bunch of men around a barrel. You know how they had a barrel at night lighting a fire? And I said, I said, I said, why y'all? I said, anybody got a light around here? He said, well, there's a little store right there. You might be able to get one. He said, I, 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 I got to go out there. He said, they said, it's dark out there. Don't you see all that darkness out there? You can't go out there. And as I'm getting ready to walk, go, go toward them, they came up and want to fight me. One of them came up and wanted to fight me. And he grabbed me, and I punched him. And he said, Oh, this one fights. <laughs> he said, this one fights. Yes, yeah, I'll fight. I'll i punch you out. Amen. You ain't gonna keep me in this poverty. I lived in projects all my life. What do I want to stay in poverty for? Come on, man. All right, get out of here. I went to the little shop and had a little light, a little, a little bit of flashlight, and I bought a little flashlight. I started walking in the dark, and all of a sudden, light started coming. When I walked into the darkness, I brought the light. You bring the light. We're going to bring the light in 2022. We're going to be the glory of the Lord is going to be upon us in 2022. We're going to go in and we're going to cap- and we're going to capture them. That we Here's another wisdom wisdom key. Boy, I went already. Jesus, I ain't even started my message yet. <laughs> Jesus, along with the spiritually blind, there are the emotionally lame. We got to deal with. These are people who stumbled over someone else or someone in their past. You can't get over their past, can't get over what happened last year. We tried that last year, and we tried to do this last year, and they hurt me, and they did this. And beware of sharing things with cynics. Don't, don't share your vision with them. If you heed the warnings of their lame excuses, they would preach your strength and you will become cautious, suspicious, and fearful. I told people, yeah, I used to preach damn con, con, convert. I said, when you leave here and you go to other churches and you try to take this anointing to another church, they will suck the very life out of you because you're not connected to the root. You're not connected to the anointing. They don't have that anointing. They don't have what you got. And you go in there and you try to beat that. They will suck the life out of you. And you'll be just like them. I used to have the Baptists come over and they sneak in here and get filled with the Holy Ghost, start speaking in tongues and they go back to their church and get ran out of there. You got to be hooked and stay hooked in with what God assigns you. Amen. This is an apostolic church. That means a military career. That's my career. I'm a military man in the spirit. Amen. Certain churches are evangelistic. I'm militaristic. Amen. I'm the military wing of God's army. Amen. I fight devils, principalities, and powers. Amen. Amen. That's why I called you. And if you hear that, means you fight them too. Amen. Amen. They got your face on a post office wall too. Get them. Amen. (laughs) They're after you. I told you that the enemy is cunning. Yes. Satan is cunning. That word cunning means to, be, to observe, to, to study, to, to look and, and, and watch. And I said he's, doing a, uh, uh, he's sitting outside your house watching. Yes. Amen? Yes. He's doing a stakeout on you. Amen? Staking out every mistake you make. He's writing it down. I got them there. I yes. got them there. You got to watch it. So if God wanted an association to bring deliverance, he, he couldn't because they can hear his voice because they're, seeking, they're not hearing his voice because they're seeking season prominence. Want to be who's gonna be the chief speaker? We're having our prophetic conference and I got seven prophets lined up. Listen, can't one prophet say what needs to be said? You gotta have seven trying to outdo each other. It's crazy. It is crazy. And if you send us $150, we give you a preference seating in front. (laughs) Um I'm messing with the religious devils now. I'm gonna mess with the little devil, because that's in the church. That's an apple star. And then you come outside the door, you got tables just a, a mile long. Buy this t shirt, by this, all this. Get that mess out of there. That ain't got nothing to do with nobody getting saved. Amen. Amen. What would Jesus do? Braceless? He wouldn't stay at home. <laughs> I, I had a. Pa- Listen, there was a pastor, a pastor on, on Facebook said Jesus would have took the shot. I'm oh. Oh, not no. lying. Jesus would have took the shot. Because that's what he wants us to do. Jehovah Shalom is revealed. The God that answered by fire is coming. And he's going to answer by fire. Judges 6.24, Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and called it the Lord's Jehovah Shalom. The God of peace. To this day, it stands at Oprah. In other words, when God gives you a charge or command, you need to make a sacrifice. You need to build an altar to the Lord. You need to give something to the Lord to confirm the covenant. Because once he says, and he takes that, uh, that fire of the covenant, that means you walk in the covenant all the days of your life. You don't worry about your clothes, your food, your shelter, nothing. Because the covenant takes care of everything. Your health, your strength. Thank you. If the people can get a, a revelation of that covenant, he will not break it. It's written here. It's, uh, it's done. If he said it, he's going to do it. And so you stand in that covenant and, and you do what he said you do. And just like in this hour, I have to stop here, but with Moses, when he told him, he said, Get out, now go over to mountain, because I want to deal with Baal. I want to deal with the God of Baal Zephon. So he had to march in front of the mountain. Go read it. He said, I'm going to deal with this demon. Principality, show him who's God because Baal Zephon was the God of the Egyptians. He was Zal Zephon, means uh, the God of winter, the God of cold, the God of, of hurricanes, the God of storms. He was, he was, the, he was the Egyptians' God. And, and God said, I'm gonna, before you go across that Jordan, I'm gonna whoop him. We're gonna deal with him. He brought the children of Israel out led them to the, to the mountain of Zal Zephon. The same night, and, and, and like Gideon, like Moses, in Genesis, uh, Judges 6, 25, he said, that night, the God said to Gideon, take your father's bull. Second bull, seven years. Pull down the altar of Baal that your father has, and cut down Azareth, the symbol of the goddess of Azra, that is beside it. In other words, seven is the number of completion, the number of perfection. God is saying, the battle's already won before you fight Gideon, I'm going to show you completion. Give me a a calf of seven years. It's even before the battle starts. The covenant is broken, is made, and I'm going to show you. But I need to deal with this abortion spirit. It's an abortion spirit. We're still dealing with the same spirit. He said. And build an altar to the Lord God and a stronghold with stones laid proper in order. Take a second bull, offer it on the sacrifice of wood, which you have cut down. In other words, I want you to remove the curse off the land, off the people. Deal with that stronghold. And uh, just, you know the story. After he tore it down, the elders came and they wanted to kill him. And his father stood and said, "If if Baal is Baal, let him fight for himself. Let him show himself some. And so that's when Gideon's name was changed to Jerubah Baal. He who contends with Baal. He contends. Gideon, his word means warrior, feller, someone that fells a tree, destroyed everything, cut asunder, cut off, hewn down. We're coming into the place where the Gideon army is about to rise up that will cut everything down, hew every altar down, whoo out everything, destroy everything in nations. Not just in America, but around the world. God's raising up Gideons everywhere. He's going to raise them up with an anointing and a glory and a power that's going to shake nations. Amen. He, 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 he is known as the grappler. Jubarel means let Baal contend against him because he had pulled down his altar. He means grappler, a wrestler. Gideon is a wrestler. He's going to wrestle with the enemy. He's going to cut down uh, his growth. I did a teaching last summer on the, cutting the tree of, uh, demolishing the key of tree of rejection, eight tape series on pulling out everything that keeps people bound up. It's a teaching, powerful teaching. Go on Facebook. But I'm going to stop here with this. We're not fighting one Baal spirit. A lot of people think we're fighting just Baal. He's a divorced spirit. Listen, there was Baal Berith. He was a Phoenician Baal. He means master of Judah. Judah means praise. Bao Haman, possessor of the multitude that controls the people. Now you got Antifa and all these people rising up. Guess who's controlling? Obama's controlling it. That's his army. You say he's got an army? That is his army. Soros is backing it and paying for these people to come out and fight Christians and fight people in the streets. Baal God, he's the ball of fortune. So we take authority over that. That, 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 that Baal spirit has been taking your fortune. Women go out and get get abortion. And now all of a sudden, now you've got female problems. You've got all kinds of uh, diseases in your, in, in, in your uterus and stuff. It's called murder of one's own child. If you don't repent of it, the enemy comes and steals your fortune. He steals your health. He steals your life. You've got to spend all your money at doctors and hospitals. That's a, that's a demon. Uh, Bohannon, uh, possessor of grace. See, these demons got, oh, we got, we'll give you grace. How did Obama, you know, when Obama got elected, it was like a, 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 a spiritual, demonic grace was on him. Just Everybody just followed him. Everybody showed up. Oh, he's the great one. Satan can release this stuff over people's minds. Amen. Baal Hazor, possessor of the village, small cities. Baal Hermon, possessor of Hermon. Balim, means master or husband. Baal Mian, possessor of the breaches. And Baal Peor, master of the Moabite. He's a Moabite deity. Baal Perizim, Perzim, possessor of the breached. Baal Shalisha, Master of oils, fat, anointing oil. Baal Tamar, possessor of the palm trees. When you go to uh, 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 Sri Lanka, when I flew into Sri Lanka and I was looking at the island, it's full of palm trees, palm oil. Big industry, a lot of money. He's a demon over that. It makes him rich. Uh, 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 Baal Beelzebub. They told Jesus, you are Beelzebub. The affliction, lord of the flies. And then Baal Zephon, the destroyer. Bow of winter, the hurricane, the cold, the winter, and so bow. They're starting to say this is bow saying your electric bill is going to go up, double. Mm-hmm. We bind him in Jesus' name. We take authority over father in the name of Jesus. We take authority over this bow spirit of Zephon that comes to bring coal, comes to bring our electric bills up. We bind these spirits that are on our fortunes to, uh, to be stolen. We bind the spirits of uh, the false anointings, false oils that are coming into the church. We bind these spirits of affliction, affliction with COVID, affliction with diseases. Father, they're trying to project and forecast another disease, another virus coming. They are. Obama already said it when he was in office. That there was going to be another ones behind it. So we bind that in the name of Jesus. We take authority. We stand in the gap we take up the edge and we bind the enemy we'll try to destroy our nation our villages, our cities, our schools in the name of Jesus. Father send angels now, release the angels of the Lord to go into our school system to go into these school boards and begin to arrest these wicked people that are in control these liberal uh, uh, transgenders and tra- cross dressers and all those that are in our school boards and school system we bind it in the name of Jesus and we lose peace and we lose joy our children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace in our streets. We bind his spirits that spill our food. Our store should be full. Amen. We shall have. We shall be blessed coming in and blessed going out. We shall be the hand and not the tail. You will bless our store. Our oil shall not fail. Our meal shall not fail. Our food shall not fail. Our gas shall not fail.